Welcome back to Clay, the podcast for greatest leaders always yearning for more Jesus in their life. This is the podcast for Christian men aspiring to be the best that they can be for his kingdom come. My name is Justin. I am your host. And today we're diving into a topic that's probably going to upset some people, probably going to ruffle some feathers, and probably going to lose me some friends. But it is A-OK because I think it's something that we need to talk about. We need to stop, pause, and reflect on our position and our thoughts around mental health. Before we really dive in here and get into the nitty-gritty, let me uh, put, put out a disclaimer. I am not a doctor, I'm not a licensed psychiatrist, and I am not your counselor. That being said, uh, there are a number of true mental health issues that uh, need to be addressed, that should be treated, and that should be paid attention to, that uh, you should spend some time if you are uh, dealing with these uh, issues and, uh, and and wrestle with them and take care of them. There's a lot of great things out there. Uh, there's a lot of great uh, ways to do so. And so I am not going to belittle uh, any sort of mental health issue today, uh, nor am I going to beat up on any specific issue. Uh, I, I'm simply bringing up a conversation around the general topic of mental health. And I'm doing so for uh, two reasons, and these two reasons are these. One, mental health is a serious issue and should be taken care of. It should be something that uh, you uh, meet with professionals, that you take care of whatever it is you're going through, and that you work through it, that you share where it needs to be shared, uh, that you keep it private where it needs to be private, and that you uh, tend to it, right? Uh, And then the other thing, mental health is something that is thrown around. The whole phrase is just tossed around by society. So our second point here is that mental health has become yet another cliche, another group to belong to, another reason to not excel, another thing to hold us back, another excuse, another excuse that we will wrap up in a pretty little bow and we will use it until we're blue in the face if it allows us to settle into our comfort zones, if it allows us to do less than our best, and if it gives us enough of a reason that people get off of our back and lower their expectations for us, then we will use it. So uh, let's take a look at that first point. The first point being that, yes, there are obviously issues that impact our mental well-being. That is uh, found throughout Scripture. There are many instances where there are people that are dealing with mental health issues. Now, those issues may look a lot different than what we have today, from demonic possession to uh, simply uh, living a life with negative, bad influences, right? Uh, There are many, many an issue, many an issue in today's society that seem to be influenced more by uh, nurturing and by our society than anything. There are many mental mental health issues that are worshipped and celebrated as though they are something that you should try and get. And yeah, that seems really, really weird to think about. But the reality is weakness is something that has become an an elevated attribute in society. This idea, this victim mindset, this victim attitude that the world is out to get you and everything is against you. And unfortunately, that has uh, consumed and overtaken many aspects of the mental health industry. And yes, I did just call it an industry. If you can be convinced, if society can be convinced that there is something wrong with it that can be treated with drugs or counseling or, uh, or, or whatever, uh, whatever 
whatever prescription of your choice, then there's also somebody profiting off of that. Now, I'm not saying that their mental health issues are not something that is real, something that you need to address, something that you should take care of. I'm not saying that at all. So don't hear what I'm not saying, but hear what I am saying. Just because there is a diagnosis doesn't mean that that is a permanent aspect of your character and who you are. It may be something that you are dealing with. It may be a thorn in your flesh, but it doesn't mean that that has to be all-consuming, all that you are. If you are somebody who has been diagnosed or is carrying on with a mental health disorder or issue or uh, however you have come to call it, then my hope is that you are uh, open enough to get the help that you need to get through that, that you are uh, sharing with the people that you need to share this, this thing with. I've known too many people that uh, feel shame around uh, whatever it is that they're dealing with or working through, and so uh, they go at it in silence. They go at it in private. They keep the depression in private. They keep uh, the, uh, the, the, the stress disorder in private, and they don't share it with even their closest key people, the people that could help them walk through this. And they begin to feel alone. I talked a couple weeks ago now uh, about suicide in one of our episodes. That's something that uh, I have been grateful in my life to not have uh, dealt with for an extended period of time. But there was a consistent period of time where because of shame in my life, I wanted to end my life. That, that began to look like a good option. And, and I am so, so grateful for a chain of events that happened in my life that uh, steered me uh, clear of that path. My parents making decisions uh, around how they conversed with me and talked with me about things that I was uh, dealing with uh, without even realizing what I was actually dealing with and uh, just the blessing that uh, they were at that period of time. Sports, athletics, I had a lot of things uh, that God certainly used to steer me uh, to a, a different direction, but there was a period of time where I actually considered the fact that my ending my life would be the best thing to solve a problem. Yeah, there are mental health issues, and I'm not going to uh, pretend like there aren't. And, and I don't want you to pretend like there aren't either. I don't want you to pretend like uh, the thing that you're dealing with isn't worth reconciling, isn't worth taking care of. In fact, uh, it's actually worth taking care of sooner than later. The longer you let something linger or fester or pretend like it's not there, the more it becomes the elephant in the room in your life. And it's awfully hard to uh, see around the elephant uh, once, it, once it gets into your view, is it not? So, yes, to our, our first point, there are mental health problems. And there is uh, uh, plenty uh, of, of, of methods and ways to, to deal with these things. And some people have short seasons, and some people it feels like a life sentence with certain uh, disorders and uh, diagnoses. And again, I'm not going to belittle that, but we're going to spend a lot more time here in our second point because this is, uh, this is where the issue truly lies. Yeah, the mental health disorders are a thing, but they're also another thing that gives somebody else added influence in your life to control 
many aspects of how it is that you think about yourself if you're not taking care of uh, these issues in community. Uh, what do I mean by that? I, I mean, simply put, as a man, in this podcast, again, remember, Clay is targeted towards you men out there, you Christian men, aspiring to be the best that you can possibly be for his kingdom's cause, his kingdom's come, courageous leaders always yearning for more of him. If you are going to take this thorn in your side and going to pursue a, a life of significance without addressing that thorn in your side, it's always going to be a thorn in your side. And there are thorns that are going to be there for extended periods of time. But the beautiful thing about community, the beautiful thing about discipleship, the beautiful thing about uh, brothers and being men together pursuing him, pursuing uh, his cause, pursuing uh, the battle that is before us together is that uh, the man on your left, the man on your right, they can, they can help you with that burden. They can help you know that you're not alone, that you're not by yourself and that you don't need to contend here by yourself. Your shame around this thing in your life, this cloud in your life, is creating yet another cloud, another obstacle, another barrier to reconciling, to fighting against the thing that is holding you back. And I keep referencing the, the thing here because there are a litany of issues. There are a litany of um, diagnoses, diagnoses and uh, disorders and, uh, and, and self-diagnosed disorders and all sorts of things that are out there. And the reason that we need to be willing to face these things, to reconcile and to be open about them, is because you break down the stigma, which the stigma, if you're paying attention to our social media, if you're paying attention to uh, our, our, our school system and kids having the ability to take a, a set number of mental health days in some districts, you know, not, not sick days, but mental health days because of too much stress or because of uh, too much anxiety and, and such, the amount of anxiety that is increasing in our kids, in our children, in the people that we are trusted to protect, to lead, and to foster well, the um, amounts of, uh, of, of, of power that doctors and medical care systems are, are taking over, uh, away from parents towards kids in many states across the nation, the, the fact of the matter is there is a growing number of, uh, of types of disorders and there's a growing number of people who claim to have said disorders and there's a growing number of people being diagnosed with these disorders. And again, I'm not saying that they are right or they are wrong. I'm not saying that you do or you do not have this disorder. But we are creating a world continually where there are a number of and more and more by the day growing excuses and reasons not to excel, not to, not to be the best that we can possibly be because we have this thing. So because I have this thing, I can never, I can never outgrow it. I can never get beyond it. I can never do better than it. It's always going to be this, this thing in my life. And and, and how many people have you met that, that you know that it just seems like they identify, they identify with this disorder, with this thing? It's, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm that way because I have this. I, I'm not, I'm, I am this way, and that's just how I am because of this thing that I can never get rid of. I forgot to take my medication. 
whatever, whatever the reason is, how many people have you met in, in your life that uh, they are the way that they are because it just, it just is that way? And maybe, maybe this is true, that you, you will be on a set of medication for the duration of your life. Maybe, maybe this is true. Maybe this is uh, something that there is no treatment for it. And that, yeah, you will be dealing with this for the rest of your life. It doesn't have to be a debilitating, a, a thing that holds you back from pursuing the best that you can possibly be. It doesn't have to be the thing that becomes the excuse for why you didn't accomplish whatever that was that you set out to accomplish. Why you can't excel in your job. Why you can't be a present father. Why you can't be a with-it-together husband. It doesn't have to be the excuse. Maybe that thing, that thing that you're dealing with, maybe that actually needs to be the reason for you to put in a little more effort. Go the extra mile to do a bit more research, to get a second opinion, a third opinion, to look into alternatives, to, to take it and go, okay, this is, the, this is the hill that I am going to battle on today, and I am going to, I'm going to run up this hill. I'm going to attack this thing. I'm going to put my, my best foot forward here. Why? Because I have one life. I have one life, and I'm not going to live it debilitated by this, this thing that this doctor told me I have because I don't feel great on a couple of days a week. Yes, these things exist. They absolutely do. They absolutely do, and you carry them with you wherever you go. And you wonder, and you ponder, and you, you, you think that this is your identity, that you're wrapped up in this thing. Yeah. You may be dealing with depression right now. You may be in severe depression, but that isn't who you are. That is not your identity. That is something that you are working through, that you are pushing through, that you are developing a plan of attack, a battle plan to fight against it. It is something that you know exists, that you are aware of, and that you are doing whatever you can to work against that thing, against the depression, against the, uh, against the fears of not being accepted, of whatever, what, whatever it is that you are contending with. It is you and grabbing a plan and getting some accountability in your life and doing this with a team, with a brotherhood, with the man to your left and the man to your right as you step into that battlefield of life. Because like it or not, like it or not, everybody is dealing with something. Everybody has an issue. Everybody has uh, doubts. Everybody has disbelief. Everybody, everybody is wrestling with these things. Do you think that you are the only one who gets up and looks in the mirror and doesn't always like what you see? Seriously? Do you not understand that everybody in the world around you deals with that from time to time, maybe maybe more often than you? Do you think that you're the only one who doesn't have it all together? Well, guess what? <laughs> Join the club. Nobody has it all together. Nobody has it perfect. Nobody has it all figured out. You're not alone. No matter how alone you feel, no matter how uh, out there you feel, no matter how separated and cast off from society that you feel, you're, you're not alone. You're, you're not alone. So hear me loud and clear. 
you're not alone. But this journey, this journey of being a courageous leader, always yearning, is going to get lonely from time to time. You're going to feel alone. There will be times when you will need to make a stand and you're going to feel alone. You're going to feel like you're the only person. You're the only person who is saying what you're saying or who believes what you believe. You're going to feel like you are surrounded by people who don't know, who don't understand, or hate Jesus. You're going to, at one point in time, if you are living out your faith, you will feel like you are standing there in the courtyard as everybody around you is yelling, crucify him, crucify him. And you're sitting there going, no, no. And you'll be the only one. And that's how it's going to feel. And if you're not prepared for that, if you're not gonna, if you're not, if you're not prepared for that, you're gonna forget that there are other men just like you, who woke up today, who put their shoes on, who grabbed their keys, who went to work, who lived their life today, wondering if they were the only one. We cannot be a bunch of Christian men walking around wondering if we're the only ones. Wonder if the only ones who buy in to what God has called us to. We cannot be a society of weak, pathetic men who cower, thinking that we are the only ones. You're not alone. It is time for you to lock arms with your brothers, to start having the conversations with your family, with your friends that you need to have to be the courageous leader always yearning for more Jesus, setting the pace, setting the tone, willing to have the difficult conversations, willing to be the one contending for your family, contending for your faith each and every day because you're willing to get uncomfortable, because you're willing to deal with that thorn in your side. Because nothing is going to hold you back. No, you're not perfect. No, you're not going to get it right every single day, minute after minute. You're not going to get it right. But you know what? You're going to keep pushing forward. You're going to keep moving. You're going to keep picking up the sword day after day after day and swinging that thing until there's nothing left in front of you. Until the day you die. And you hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done. Welcome home. You've got one life. Don't live it identifying with that thorn in your side. Deal with it. Own it. And live this life as a courageous leader, always yearning for more of him, clay in his hands. Man, you've got one life. Make it count. Gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Clay, the podcast for courageous leaders, always yearning for more Jesus in their lives. Men trying to be the best they can best they can possibly be the best they can possibly be for his kingdoms come 
If you uh, got any value out of this episode today, if you got any value of the words shared, if you think that this is a conversation that uh, you need to have with somebody that you need to carry on, maybe this is a conversation that your men's group needs to have, then share the episode. Share the episode, share the content. Let's continue this conversation. Let's be the men that God's called us to be, that our families need us to be, that our wives need us to be, that our children need us to be, that our churches need us to be, that our community needs us to be.